Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in. I am back after my New Year break. I have a couple of weeks off in January. December is very, very busy, both with my day job and also UFO Identified. We are all hands on the pump, getting the database up to date, getting the website up to date, doing all that end of year stuff. So we always take a couple of weeks off in January just to kind of relax, chill and then plan what's coming up and coming up we we are back with lots of content coming up interviews you know, the haunted pub crawl will be returning this saturday as well and today's episode is the second edition of ash's ufo files looking at a case or cases that i've personally investigated from in the uk over recent years so on to that shortly but obviously happy new year to everybody hope you're all doing well the weather last week or so has just been crazy. We've got Storm Aisha happening uh, tonight as we speak. So if you hear the wind or whatever, that would be that. We just sort of got over the snow that happened last week. Very, very heavy snow across the north and other parts of the UK. So I hope everybody has stayed safe and stayed warm. It was minus seven one of the mornings I was going to work and it was, yeah, very, very cold. Also, obviously in the US, there have been extreme uh, cold and snow in North America, across the US and Canada. It puts our snow to shame, really, the amount of snow that's uh, happening over there, Minnesota and other other places. So I hope everybody over there is staying safe and staying as warm as possible. So yeah, we are back. It's 2024. Lots of stuff happening in the UFO world recently, especially across America. And we'll, we'll come on to that into a future episode. But yeah, we got so many things planned for this year. So many exciting things. Especially with the guys that we talk to regularly, Mike and Michaela. Other people I'm going to be working with uh, quite closely, creating some content, podcast episodes, some videos. So yeah, keep an eye out on all of that. So just to move on to today's episode now. Ashes UFO Files, case number two. And this was one from 2021. Uh, 22nd of April, in fact, and this was a very, very interesting case, number of cases, in fact, uh, there are multiple reports across the day, altogether on that day, there were eight different reports made to, to MUFON, to local newspapers, to Facebook, but in particular, there was four of these reports that were very, very similar, and really deserved a bit of a better look into it, it was Nissy Charlotte, aka Thunderbird on Twitter. Uh, the Thunderbird username is <laughs> very long. Let's try it again. So looking for Thunderbird at Thunder four six two one six five two zero, who has been on the UAP roundtable with us and Frank in the past, but she sort of got me onto these some of these cases because she looked into it and thought this needs to be looked at. Best especially these four cases which are very, very similar. So yeah, so let's crack on and find out what these cases are all about. So, it's the 22nd of April, 2021, like I said, and they were four cases, incidents, sightings, whatever you want to call them, reported 
across the UK, different locations. One of these, the first of them, was filmed from a Morrison's car park in Hamilton, South Lancashire. Lanarkshire, sorry, in Scotland. This 17-second clip, which was posted on the YouTube channel David Triumph, shows an object moving seemingly at speed across this clear sky, glinting regularly as it reflects the bright afternoon sun, and the object appears to show a sphere or a fluid-shaped object. Second sighting was reported in the Grimsby Telegraph newspaper with an accompanying clip recorded by the witness, Malcolm C, who was in his garden when he first noticed the object hovering in the sky at about 20 past three in the afternoon. After around 40 minutes, he looked again and saw that it was still visible. This time, there was a plane nearby and it was at this point that he started videoing the object. In the video clip, the object appears to be hovering and occasionally glinting as the sun hits it, very similar to the previous report. After the video ended, the object shut off at speed and a screen grab shows a clear bean or kidney shaped object. The next sighting, which was reported in the Manchester Evening News, was from witness Dave W, who was parked nearby to Rochdale Infirmary in Manchester when an object directly in front of him in the sky caught his eye. This was around quarter past five in the evening. The 73 second clip that he recorded shows, for the most part, a dark object seemingly hovering in place, possibly rotating and regularly reflecting the sun. And the fourth report comes from a bit further south down in London. A little bit later at 6pm is taken from a three minute video clip posted to YouTube channel Viral Video UK. This video shows an object moving slowly across the sky above a park, rotating and reflecting the bright sun as in all the previous reports. So we've got four reports from right across the country within a relatively short time period. The first sighting in Scotland was at one minute past three down to the last sighting at six o'clock in London and they are all very similar looking objects. I post all the pictures on our Facebook page to so check out Pursuit of the Paranormal Podcast on Facebook. I've got all four pictures all side by side so you can compare them yourselves. Initially, and on the face of it, my immediate thoughts was that these were simply mylar balloons of some kind. Most of the time I was simply just moved on. These are balloons. What's my next case? But in this instance, we cannot ignore the witness testimony that comes with the sightings as well as the clear similarities in the objects themselves especially the Grimsby and Rochdale sightings with their shape clearly visible they are they look like identical to each other they are these big white kidney or bean shaped objects just in the sky mostly hovering I mean the videos like I say you all have videos with them as well not the best quality um, but obviously I looked into quite in depth and at least we do have that evidence there for each of them which can be quite rare because we get a lot of sightings usually around half of reports don't have any evidence with them as in this case we do have photos videos that we can use to help sort of investigate this case I knew some of the witnesses names I was able to get in touch with two of them just to get a bit more information and a bit of context for each of the cases and these are the Grimsby and Rochdale witnesses, which were two of the more kind of similar. We look at the photos, they look very, very identical objects to each other. I tried to get hold of the other witnesses, but that's been unsuccessful so far. Although the caption accompanying the London video on YouTube carried the following statement. And I quote, The object was much lower and more visible. It is really quite mind-boggling 
as it seems to show what looks like a multi-faced solid object, almost pyramidal in shape or multi-sided, and the object appears to then come apart and then reform and looks like some strange ball of energy. Interesting. Due to the limited information for the Hamilton and the London sightings, can the rest of this uh, episode will mostly concentrate on the Grimsby and Rossdale sightings. According to historical data, the weather across the UK during that afternoon, remember it's 22nd of April 2021, and the weather was clear, mostly cloudless skies. And we can see that in the pictures, it's clear blue skies. It's in the afternoon, early evening time. Clear blue skies, not a cloud in sight. It was cool temperatures and a wind speed of no more than 3 to 4 miles per hour, classed as a light breeze on the Beaufort scale. April 22nd is also Earth Day, which marks the anniversary of the modern environmental movement in 1970 and pledges support for environment protection around the world, raising awareness of pollution and ways to maintain a clean habitat. There are events which celebrate celebrated with the release of balloons, However, Earth Day is not one of these as balloons do return to Earth where they now litter and these have also caused injuries and death to many animals and also caused dangerous power outages which directly contradicts the message that Earth Day tries to impart. So I don't think people are releasing balloons for Earth Day. I couldn't find any other event for this date which is celebrated which could explain why balloons may be getting released at different parts of the country that's if they are balloons because if they are this is not the same balloon and any similarities must be purely coincidental and as there's no way that a balloon could travel the distances involved up from scotland right in the north down to london in the south especially with low winds as it was that day so starting with grimsby as this is the most fascinating incident of the four for reasons that i'll come on to after speaking with the witness malcolm I was able to gain further information about what was seen to aid in helping to try and identify the objects. So the object was first seen at 20 past 3 in the afternoon when he was out in the garden playing with his young son. 40 minutes later the object was still there so at this point he got his phone out and started recording. He noticed the object was just seems to be hovering and there was also a plane nearby at this time. Although being reported in the Grimsby Telegraph the witness was actually market raising some 15 miles away from Grimsby and the object was viewed to the southeast away from Grimsby and more towards the direction of Skegness and the object kind of came in from the coast more inland heading towards the Lincoln area. The witness stopped filming as the sun was too bright. Soon after the object in the witness's words notched up a few gears and shot off and disappeared. 10 minutes later an AWACS plane from RAF Waddington was seen flying over the, over the area. This is confirmed by Flight Radar 24 data that I've checked. This is where it really gets interesting. So an AWACS plane is the Royal Air Force's Airborne Warning and Control System, which is the name of the Pacific system installed on Boeing E3 Century planes. These are big grey planes with kind of radar-like things on top of them. You've probably seen them, or seen pictures of them at least, uh, out and about. These airborne radar systems are designed to detect aircraft, ships, vehicles, missiles and other incoming projectiles at long ranges and they perform command and control of battle spaces in air engagement and they also use to carry out surveillance. When used at altitude, the radar on the aircraft allows the operators to detect and track targets. 
So, going back to Saiten and using the, the Flight Radar 24 app, one of these sentry planes were in that area at the time, the witness claimed, at six uh, at 4.15, so not long after the object was shot off, around 5 past 4, and it was in the exact location heading towards Lincoln. Interestingly though, as we follow the flight path, the plane takes off from RAF Waddington, heads up towards the east coast of Scotland in the north, comes back down, but then as it heads back towards base at RAF Waddington, it starts moving in a very peculiar way. It starts making kind of a back and two pattern, doing circles and going back and two over the same kind of area. Kind of like a sort of search pattern. And when you see police helicopters, police planes, and looking for someone or looking for a missing person or whatever, they do the search pattern in the sky. And it seems that this plane is doing that exact same thing. So, I mean, I'm not a military aviation expert. I can't say whether this was normal for this plane or whether the plane was being diverted to this as a result of something else. I mean, it's not a stretch to, to think that. I mean, it's got a straight line up to Scotland, come back down as it's got to Lincoln. He started doing what looks like a search, and search pattern. Only 10 minutes after an object, a strange object, had been seen in that exact area. We're not too out of line to think that that could be a reason why it started to do that. Is it looking for this object as well? So, I reached out to the RAF and the MOD in an attempt to get the flight data, the flight recordings, find out whether it was a pre-planned exercise and whether this kind of search pattern was a deviation to the original flight plan or was it in reaction or was it diverted to, to do this. So I was told that the flight was, and I quote, a routine and uneventful trailing sortie and did not result in any such investigation or proceedings and there was therefore no need to retain the documentation, aka they had no information regarding the flight plan or the flight data. Hmm. Not totally sure I believe that. This request was made less than a month after that flight. Again, I'm no expert on, on this stuff, the RAF or military information. But it seems odd to me that flight data and information is destroyed within such a short time period. You'd have thought that at least, at least a month or longer they would have this kind of information stored for whatever reason. They might need it for going back to the video that the witness provided the raw data was all checked and the date and time were stated and this was all evidenced by the other data that we know with the plane being there so all, all that testimony has been proven so we have no reason to doubt any of the stuff that the witness has said including that the object shot off and disappeared after he stopped recording so moving on to the Rochdale Greater Manchester sighting now not too far from Todmorden the witness Dave was in his car parked outside Watchdale Infirmary waiting for family members to finish their appointment inside the hospital. Initially thinking that the object was a reflection on his windscreen, he got out of his vehicle to get a better look and the object was opposite him in a due south direction looking towards Oldham and the more built-up Manchester City area. The object appeared completely stationary for the best part of 10 minutes before beginning to drift eastwards, almost imperceptibly whilst keeping perpendicular to the horizon with no apparent upwards or downwards movement. After five minutes or so, the object stopped and then moved vertically upwards at a slightly faster speed. After a couple more minutes, it changed direction, heading in a northwesterly trajectory towards the setting sun. 
There appear to be an aircraft following the same trajectory, but at a much higher altitude. And I can find this plane on flight radar to back up that part of the story. At this point, he started to record the object on his mobile phone. The whole sighting lasted around 20 minutes, and he only stopped recording when his family called to tell him that they were ready to be picked up. Dave did recall seeing somebody else in the car park holding their phone outside of their car window, although he can't say they were also filming the object, or just trying to get a signal. Dave supplied me with two different videos of the object, both showing the object behaving as described previously. Upon looking at the raw data from the videos, one was filmed at 17.35, lasting 1 minute 13 seconds, while the other filmed at 17.41, lasting 41 seconds. The location data confirms that they recorded from outside what's the infirmary as reported. This all confirms the details given by the witness, and I have no reason to doubt any of the testimony given. Despite the less than high quality standard of the photos, and the sort of screen grabs from the videos that I've got, which you can see on social media, you can clearly see that the objects appear to be the same shape, with the same reflective qualities and movements. And when you watch the videos, the similarities are even more noticeable. What is more striking with these two cases is that both witnesses describe the object as being stationary for a long period of time. So therefore, my next question was, can mylar balloons remain stationary in place? When looking into this, the science behind it became fairly complicated. I didn't understand most of it, so I attempted to keep it simple just to try and explain it in the best way that I can. So, mylar, or helium balloons, are pulled by gravity, as are all objects with mass. The reason that they don't fall to ground is that there is another force acting upon them, a buoyant force from air pressure that is equal to the weight of the air displaced by the balloon. This causes the balloon to rise upwards. For a balloon to hover or remain in place, the average density of the gas inside it would have to be equal to the air outside of it. This is fairly easy to achieve in a control setting, such as indoors, when you can sort of know what the air density is and be able to match it with the balloon. There's no way of knowing the air density at higher altitudes. Plus, there's other factors to consider, such as wind, humidity, air temperature, all of which will have an effect on the air density inside and outside of the balloon. Let's not forget that mylar balloons are also losing their density as the helium molecules are smaller than the pores in the skin of the balloon, which is why balloons always deflate eventually, because the helium is leaking very slowly through the actual skin of the balloon. For these reasons, it would be highly unlikely and difficult for a balloon to remain stationary in one place for any extended period of time. For this effect to also be replicated in different areas, to be witnessed and captured on video, to look as similar to each other as they do, and all happening within a few hours of each other on the same day, makes this explanation even more unlikely. Based on the witness testimony, as well as this evidence, I say that I do not think that this is a balloon. So, it's not a balloon, what else isn't it? It's not a drone, or not one that we know that looks like this. It's not a bird or any other animal. It isn't any conventional aircraft. It's not a cloud or any other meteorological object. It's not a star, a planet or any other astronomical body. So where does this leave us? Could it be a high altitude balloon, also known as a weather balloon? Possibility, albeit a very small one. 
these are usually at a much higher altitude and they wouldn't be in the vicinity of other aircraft due to the chance of a collision. High altitude balloons are released both officially by the likes of the Met Office and also by hobbyists who have permission from the Civil Aviation Authority to launch such a balloon. For one of these balloons to be in this position would be down to a malfunction or a failure and again we are looking at this to be replicated in one or possibly more locations at around the same time, making this explanation highly unlikely. Could it be a military device? New device or technology being tested by the military or the government? We can't rule it out. I mean, the AWACS plane, seemingly scouting the area, very soon after the Grimsby sighting. As our military becomes more and more technology, techno, uh, technologically advanced, who knows what kind of technology or devices or drones that could be in development or testing right now. That leaves us with UFO slash UAP. As always, UFO doesn't mean alien, extraterrestrial, although the extraterrestrial hypothesis could apply in these cases. As mentioned, on the face of it, these do look like balloons, but I don't think that's what they are. After speaking to the witnesses and based on the evidence, this was a case, one of the few cases, that us that UFO identified have actually left and classified as unidentified. We, we don't know what these are. We've, it's been a couple of years since we first opened the case. And we go back to it every so often just to just consider it and see if anything similar has been seen. And we've still not been able to successfully or happily confirm that this is something that we can explain. Not seeing anything to basically give us that position to say, yeah, we blew it to be this. Very, very unusual. One final thing to note, and one thing that we have considered with this, although due to our own kind of lack of knowledge on, on this side of UFO stuff, is some of you who have got that knowledge, maybe shouting at your phones, at your car radios, Plasma, Project Condine. And yeah, that's something we, we have looked at, something we've considered. So Project Condine was a UK secret UFO study done by the UK Defence Intelligence between 1997 and 2000. It was declassified in 2006 and became public domain knowledge. One of the conclusions in, in the report was that the phenomena is referred to as buoyant plasma formation, akin to ball lightning, and is hypothesised to produce an unexplained energy field. The report also notes that scientists in the former Soviet Union have identified a close connection between the UFO phenomena and plasma technologies and are pursuing related techniques for potential military purposes. This buoyant plasma phenomena has been referred to in many scientific papers and also in the US UAP report, which noted that 163 reported sightings were attributed to balloon-like entities. There's also a paper been published on spherical unidentified plaster anomalies by Dr. Massimo Teodorani, who currently works with the Galileo project. So for years, there's kind of been this link between plasma anomalies and UFOs. So could this be what this has been seen? For some reason, whether it's created artificially or whether naturally, something in the, in the weather or the atmosphere creates these objects, we don't know. But it's one possibility that we have looked at but again, with not much knowledge on it to kind of take it any further. But anyone has any more ideas, more information, give us a shout. Always open to re-looking at this one 
just because of how interesting and notable it is. We've, like I say, at least four sightings in a three-hour period. It's just incredible. So, thank you. Uh, very interesting case, like I said. And just one of a few similar to this, with multiple witnesses, multiple similar objects, all seen on the same day. And I go more into these other accounts in a few further episodes of Ash's UFO Files. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Pursuit of the Paranormal